Hello, welcome to the Mattress Club podcast. I'm Stephanie and I'm here with Amanda. And this is our first episode, well, first full length episode. So we kind of figured that you guys would want to know who we are as people and who you are listening to once a week. So, Amanda, how about you start us off? Tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm an anthropology major doing a pre-med track. I think that I chose doing pre-med and anthropology because I wanted to take an unconventional route to doing medical school. I'm Stephanie, and I am studying music therapy. However, the interesting thing is that since we're at the University of Wyoming, there's no music therapy program. So I'm doing a fun choose-your-own-adventure degree of a bachelor's in music and a psychology degree at the same time. And if that goes according to plan, then I should be on track for grad school for a music therapy degree there. And then later on, I'll be able to be a music therapist, which would be pretty cool. I love that. Do you have a bone to pick with them for not having music therapy? A little bit. It makes things a little bit difficult. It definitely made my college decision making difficult because I was between University of Wyoming and Colorado State University. However, CSU is very, very expensive, especially for an out-of-stater like me. So I found it would just be easier to do a double major type of deal and get paid to go to school instead of going into debt for a few years. Yeah, that's always important because it's kind of this weird mix of like picking the best route and then what makes you the best candidate, I think, to get where you need to go. And you're really doing it in an unconventional way, but it's also a way that can be split in so many different pieces that you can go anywhere with that. Yeah, that's definitely true. So I know you transferred this semester into UW. So what's that shift been like for you? It's weird because it's been a good shift, but a little bit hard. I think the academics here are very much laid back compared to where I came from and my experiences in college in Colorado. And I also think that there's like a good mix of people here. So you get people from all different types of spaces and everyone's just so diverse in what they like. And I really enjoy that. But it's also hard because I can't pay the rest of my tuition right now. So that's a struggle. And I don't know, hope it works out. Yeah, you and me both, you definitely have it more difficult financially with being out of state. I am in state, so I get all of the fun scholarships and whatnot that makes it possible for me to go here for free. So, Amanda, what are some fun hobbies that you have? I mean, I really enjoy coloring to relieve stress. And I also play Animal Crossing to relieve stress because it's a little wholesome. But other than that, I really enjoy reading. Sometimes I write out my feelings, like journaling and describing what's going on in my life. That really helps. As well as just watching movies and participating in social media and things like that. Those are all great hobbies, especially journaling. That is so much fun. I like journaling, getting that vibe of like, I'm a person from the 1800s and people are going to uncover my wonderful words 200 years from now and claim that I was brilliant when really I was just writing that I had a bagel for breakfast. (laughs) 
that's a, I, that's a valid feeling. I can really relate to that feeling. What's also great, reading classic novels, best thing ever, drinking some tea with it. I feel like a million dollars richer of a person while I am doing that basic thing. Especially when it's flavored tea. Flavored tea is the best tea. I mean, I love all teas and coffee's pretty darn great too. So some of my hobbies would obviously include reading and writing. I enjoy journaling as well, but I also have a bit of a fanfiction side to me. Guilty pleasure, but it's fun and it's something that I like to feel I'm pretty decent at doing. And while I am a music major, playing my main instrument, which is the viola, as well as other instruments that aren't necessarily my main focus, like cello or ukulele, is such a great time. I love doing those sorts of things. So, Amanda, if some random wild thing happened and you could do whatever you wanted for the rest of your life, what would that be? Everyone makes fun of me about this, but I'd wrestle for the WWE because I grew up with that and that was my passion for a long time. I still love it. There was like so many women and even a couple men who I looked at and said, you know, I could kill this. I want to do a tag team match with them or wow, they're really incredible and powerful and I want to be perceived that way. So I feel like that would be incredible. Honestly, that's great though. Like inserting yourself into a show or sport or something where you see a bunch of other people, such a mood. I feel like everyone does that honestly. And if you don't, you're probably lying to yourself. Oh yeah, there's there's so much dreaming that can be had out of anything in this world. And frankly, why wouldn't you want to do something you find cool or something that stands out to yourself and makes you go, wow, I would feel so much better about myself if I did that. How about you, Stephanie? See, I would sell my soul to be a pit musician on Broadway. So for those of you who don't know, the pit is for the most part an actual orchestra pit in a musical. And I would love to play viola for different musicals like Phantom of the Opera. That'd be so much fun. Wicked. Sounds like it would be a great time. Just any musical that has a viola part, please sign me up. I would love to do that. And also, New York's pretty cool. I went there once. I was in Times Square the whole time, but for what it was worth, I had a great time. I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that. That's the, the top tier for musicians, I think. Honestly, a lot of people are like, I want to be a soloist and perform in all of these great concert halls. I could not do that. I would probably have a panic attack and faint on stage in front of everyone. It would not be a good time. I would sound terrible. Whereas if I'm in a literal hole with a bunch of other musicians and I get to see a Broadway show like every night, that's the dream right there. I love also that you can recognize where you fit best and where you have skills that really stand out in your goals. 
and I really enjoy that you don't sell yourself short you know what you're capable of and also that you have a goal that's even not even that far impossible either because with enough practice and time and establishing yourself you could get there I could I would need to probably be a performance major though and that would involve a lot of music classes and I do love music but I also have so many other hobbies that I like to devote time to and it would probably make my life a little bit sadder in some aspects. So let's go ahead and explore how our lives are different because I feel like as a podcast our differences are what make us unique from just the average podcast. I think what makes us a little bit different is that since I'm a music and psychology major, I have a very different class load. I would say that I have less paper homework and less textbook reading and whatnot. However, I'm also expected to spend a lot of time in the practice room and working on my symphony music and my solo pieces for the end of the semester. And that's sort of stressful in its own special way. And I feel that puts me in a bit of a different perspective for just the regular college life. Do you think that not having so much paperwork benefits you in what you're doing? I would say so because there's really only so much with literally playing my instrument that can be put on paper for me to do because while there is written music theory that I have to take which ends up being a lot like a math class when you really look at it it makes sense that all of that's paper and written down work however almost everything else it's really conceptual and tactile and also experience. Yeah, I know from being your roommate that you're gone a lot and you have busy days where you're out till 9.30 at night to whereas I'm doing things on the computer but I'm still in the room. So it's crazy for me to see how much like you're doing going to the practice room and going to Buchanan all the time and really living almost in Buchanan sometimes and seeing how stressed you are compared to other majors is crazy. Yeah, there are some days where I'm just non-stop from about 2 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. between my lesson and my job. Love my job. I get to help teach younger kids how to play their string instruments. It's really fun seeing all of the kids learn and you get to build fun relationships with them over time. And then after that, I have a bit of time for dinner, where which is good because then I wouldn't have a chance to eat, which would be really bad for me. And then after that, I have symphony rehearsal from about 7 to 9.30, which isn't as bad as it sounds because our director will focus on different instruments and instrumental groups versus making everyone play for the whole two and a half hours, which definitely takes a lot of the stress off. However, it's still a rehearsal that goes till 9.30 and I'm usually dead by the time I get done with it, no matter how much I've actually done in the rehearsal. Yeah, so what's it like having not necessarily less of a workload, but a bit more time to get that work done? I think it's hard because it is a misconception that I have nothing to do, (laughs) but I am taking a full course load as well, and I 
came in with 20 credits already so I'm pretty far into it and I think the difference is for me is that most of my things aren't paperwork to where yours is practicing and most of my stuff is take home and write and study so it's not that I really get free a lot of free time it's that I can study comfortably um a lot of things that we are doing you are researching different articles and then writing about the article or doing a couple page quizzes and then submitting it but these are take home so it's very comfortable um for me to study and learn and do it at a pace that's healthy for me that I can not have a breakdown over but doing anthropology is wild it's a uh, rough around the edges some would say <laughs> um you do like field schools so you can go into the I would say the middle of nowhere really and uh dig up things with your professor and other students who are majoring in anthropology or archaeology and really explore what that's like during the summer and other months too sometimes but UW does the summer and it's a good chunk of time that you're gonna that I'm gonna have to do and uh, also preparing for med school is a lot of stuff as well a lot of book learning and reading and researching but I think it's hard because it comes off as oh I'm home by one o'clock every day so I must not be busy but I mean I space things out you'll catch me watch a movie and then I'll do a paper and then I'll watch another movie and read some textbook stuff and just kind of space it out the way I need to to function properly <laughs> so I feel like another thing to talk about is just the overall differences within our degree programs for example, since I'm in the music department a lot of the time, I am also on the music dorm floor, which is our fun little freshman interest group, which means we have a bit of a community and a support system for all of the freshman music majors. Since we have the same theory classes, we're all in the same music history class. We have a built-in study group almost. So how does my experience differ from your anthro pre-med track? I think it's very, very different just because no one really majors in anthropology. It's such a very small department. I mean, within my lecture of 230 five students now. There's only four anthro majors, so it's a very small population. Um, I think that not many people do pre-med either. I mean, at least I've experienced in this area. So being on a music floor is a little weird, but I love everyone on this floor, so <laughs> everyone's so funny and sweet. And if I don't just don't understand what you're talking about, I just <laughs> text or something. And I also can kind of understand as well a lot of what you go through and talk about because I was a choir kid throughout high school and middle school and elementary school and I played the viola in middle school and elementary school. So I get where the stress comes in or a lot of practicing and music topics. So I can understand things that you guys need help with or why you're upset about a certain topic within that. But it is a little hard not being able to talk to other anthro majors and get support. So, I don't know much about anthro and pre-med. Uh, what are you planning on doing with those two degrees combined? So, you have to get a bachelor's before you can go to medical school. And a lot of people do biology 
or chemistry um, majors, which I'm not very into. But the third most popular major for people who go to med school is anthropology, which deals with like dead people and like culture um, and diseases that could be from the past. So there's a bunch of different types of anthropology you can do. And so pairing that with pre-med allows me to get my prereqs for med school as well. Um, so I can eventually become a surgeon, which would be great. <laughs> Is there any particular type of surgery you want to do? All of my experience within this is literally coming from Grey's Anatomy. So like orthopedic stuff, brain stuff. So I'm doing cardiothoracic, so heart, nice. which is amazing. When I first held a heart in my hands, it, I was baffled and it was amazing. I was awed. It was the greatest experience I've ever had. And I was able to do the dis dissection barehanded. We had the opportunity to do it. And it was just so amazing to feel a heart and all the structures. It's just a beautiful organ and I love it. It's great. That's honestly amazing to hear someone so passionate about a future career track. Because I feel... Not that there's anything wrong with this. A lot of people come into college either not knowing what they're going to do or picking a degree program that they really only picked because it's the only thing that they know from high school, which is understandable, but not a lot of people end up studying what they're passionate about. So seeing you really pushing for that huge goal is phenomenal. And I've spent a lot of time working to get to that goal. In my free time all summer, you could just see me watching medical documentaries and writing down medical terms and keeping up with my medical skills and keeping practicing so that when I finally do get to medical school, I still know what I'm doing and I'm still great at what I'm doing. And I still have that passion. And I still have to study a lot and keep up with what I learned in medical assisting. And it really took me that push to do a medical assisting class so that I know, hey, I do love medicine, and I want to do more than be an MA. Let's push for what I wanted. So, Stephanie, what made you want to do music therapy? Well, it's a pretty interesting story because for my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I knew I wanted to do something within music. And for a hot minute there, I thought I wanted to just be a music teacher, like an orchestra director or a general music teacher. Wasn't quite sure, just thought I want to have an impact on other people's lives in a very positive way. And I thought teaching music would be a really great way to do that. However, as I kept going through high school, I started to realize just how rude all of the students were to a lot of the teachers that I really liked and appreciated. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to really deal with the mental toll of having a bunch of students hate my guts on my shoulders. And I found out about music therapy when I was in a healthcare careers class my junior year. And at the end of the semester, we had to do this big project on a career in the medical field. And the teacher went ahead and counted music therapy as a career that I could do. And after looking into it a lot more and researching all of the different levels 
that music therapy can work on. I realized that this is something that's really neat and that I would absolutely love to do because it can vary from helping a depressed person feel better about themselves to helping someone with Alzheimer's or Parkinson's get better neuropathways so their disease will progress at a slower rate. Yeah, and I feel like knowing you and then being around other people who ask what your major is and then you tell them music therapy, they don't really get it, I guess, and they don't respect that pathway, but it's such a good idea that I never hear anything about. And so it's a perfect thing to choose because obviously then they need more people to go into that. Exactly. I know when I first told my parents, they were really open with it because they understand how much music means to me. But when I told my grandparents and when my parents told the rest of my extended family, they were pretty judgmental thinking that I was basically getting the equivalent of a degree in underwater basket weaving, (laughs) which is pretty irritating when it's a degree path that requires a lot of intellect and a lot of passion and a willingness to really help people. Yeah, and it's very impressive what you have to do to even get there. I admire the fact that there's nights where you're out till 9.30 because I would cry if I had to be practicing until 9.30 because I am a grumpy girl who likes her naps and wants to study in my room alone. (laughs) Oh, I don't do those nights without at least some form of caffeine at dinner time. Otherwise, I would be crying as I'm playing my instrument. I would cry so hard. That's how you know you have a busy day is when I wake up and the coffee pot is on. Oh, every other day, all the time. Yeah, I definitely do like to make coffee. And I just assume at this point that you want coffee because caffeine is good in the mornings. It's really helpful. It gives you that motivation. It's also helping me get through the day because it's almost spring break and I'm tired and ready to go home. Oh, you and me both. I am not ready for midterms, even though I only have one midterm test at the end of next week. I'm still not mentally prepared for the next week. The coffee's the only thing motivating me other than the Disney College program (laughs) to finish this semester. Valid. What motivates me in the mornings is just knowing I will have coffee at some point as soon as possible. Because One really great morning tip is the night before, if you want coffee, you set up your coffee maker before you go to bed. So then in the morning, when you wake up, you can just turn that sucker on, and I usually just go take a shower, and then I come back and the coffee's ready. But you can do whatever else you need to, and it's it's ready. Wow, I hope my mom listens to this, because she's going to be that vine where he's like, oh, I do that. Yeah, I've started doing that. Made my life absolutely just revolutionary. It, it lessens the stress of getting up and doing things. And also you can lay in bed for that extra one minute so that you can wake up. I'm just glad that it doesn't wake you up in the morning because you wake up a lot later than I do. That is, that is fair. <laughs> That's true. I woke up grumpy because as soon as I left the dorm today... 
the weather was very nice which never happens around here like there was no wind and i'm confused because there's always some sort of ice wind around here and i could have worn shorts but no i wore pants and for those who don't know me i hate pants see i took advantage of the nice day had a no pants day and wore a skirt without the tights in the beginning of march in wyoming and if you're not from wyoming then you probably don't realize how amazing and invigorating that feeling is but if you're from here then you definitely know yeah i i i was upset and everyone thinks i just want to flex my tattoos and that's why i put my shorts on but i live in shorts anyone from colorado who knows me it could be a blizzard outside and catch me in those shorts oh yeah i've walked with you in a blizzard while you were in shorts it was wild i felt really weak because i was in pants i was bundled up i had my coat zipped up all the way and i was freezing and then there's me with just a hoodie <laughs> yep yeah, when I first transferred here, when I went to the meeting, it was very, very windy, and the wind was like ice, and the lady doing the orientation was uh, on stage, and she said, I see a girl out here wearing shorts, <laughs> and she was like, that's my kind of girl. Yeah, the weather in Wyoming is a force to be reckoned with, especially, well, not especially in Laramie, but... Laramie is colder than what I'm used to. Not by a whole lot because I'm still from Wyoming, but even after living in the state for over 10 years, I'm still not used to it. I'm still such a wimp when it comes to the cold. I do have to laugh because my brother is in the military and he's going to be here in Wyoming over the summer. And he was like, what's the weather there? <laughs> Windy. <laughs> Windy. I was like, you're not gonna understand until you are actually there how ridiculously windy it is. So, haha, him. The summer is actually really nice though because you get that good wind. Although sometimes when it's almost a hundred, there's no wind and it's the worst. But I, I do have to say, when I was in Cheyenne over the summer, the wind was nice because it offsetted that like summer heat but it also sucked because eventually it just turns into rain and it just starts raining speak for yourself i love the rain oh i love it too I, it's just it's just sometimes it's not just wind it just wind just turns into either snow or rain in wyoming oh yeah especially right now it's really nice like today mid 50s wonderful lovely 20 out of 10 would recommend going outside and then in about two days from now it'll probably snow a few feet and we'll still have to go to classes i'm really looking forward to going from this ice wind to hurricane wind ah uh, yes not that there isn't any hurricane force wind in wyoming or anything oh yeah last week was absurd oh yeah i'm just glad that I can keep my instrument in a locker in the music building because in high school when I would carry my instrument around outside it would blow me places because I'm a solid five feet tall and weigh about five ounces to go along with that. As an also short girl I can confirm the wind is very rough on us here and it it's hard because in Colorado it snows a little bit 
and I go back to bed, I'm not going anywhere. But here, you'll catch me running in the hurricane-like wind forces with the blizzard coming down, screaming all the way to class about why the classes weren't canceled. <laughs> oh yeah, there's only been one time that I've been here that they canceled classes. Granted, I'm a freshman, but it doesn't happen very much. And it only happened because it was Thanksgiving break and they wanted everyone to get home okay. So I feel like something else that makes our podcast stand out is that we're starting this off as roommates. We didn't really know each other about three months ago, but now I feel like we're pretty chill, pretty good friends. I agree. It's been a great time. Yeah, it's really just interesting living with someone, especially for me because I'm an only child, can't really relate to having to spend a lot of time around a small amount of people nonstop. So that's definitely been an adjustment for me. And this semester, it's been an easier adjustment, I would say. Yeah, and I struggle the most with, I've always been that kid in my family who I see someone in my family, we get together, and I'm like, can we play a game? So I've always been the kind of kid who just wants to, like, do things with everyone. So I really enjoy being able to do movie nights on Saturdays with Stephanie. It's it's really fun. It's great. Watching spooky movies, getting to scream together. It's therapeutic. And also those true crime documentaries we watch. That is oh, great yes. as well. Lovely times. Fabulous times. Yeah, it was a hard, it was weird because I thought it was going to be a harder adjustment than it was definitely being in a dorm because I did live at home for a semester. And now I think that since I don't really have quote unquote a place to stay back at home, it's not so hard to adjust to being here because I'm happy that I have a roof over my head and somewhere I can go and really lay my head down without any concern. But I cried on the first day. I remember Stephanie saw me just tearing up and losing it because I was so upset and I wasn't, I didn't think I was ready for this. And I just was so upset and I was in here unpacking and crying my eyes out. And then eventually Stephanie came in and she's like, do you want to hang out with us? And it just went to a wild group from there. Yeah, that, that was our first in-person interaction. I remember that because I was sitting in our communal area that we called the fishbowl with a few of my friends and our RA was in there and I see Amanda walk by and I'm just looking and I'm like, is that my new roommate? And the RA was said, yes, don't go to her yet. She looks like she's crying. And I just kind of sat back and was like, oh, oh dear. Yeah, I, poor Stephanie. She was like, I didn't know if I should have talked to you, but you can hang out with us if you want. And I was like, thank God. And we all ended up going and running for Boba after that. And it was a wild night, a great night to get to know everyone. So I really love this floor. I'm glad we have a wild floor and I got to be on a wild floor because I hear that not many locations here have wild floors, but it's a good kind of wild, not the bad kind of wild. Yeah, it's the wild where we stay up really late, just hanging out, listening to music, talking, occasional midnight fast food runs that are always so much fun. 
I feel like we should clarify too, it's typically 80s music because that's who we are as people. Oh yes, the music choice definitely important in all of this. So, are you excited for the fall semester since we are halfway through um, this semester? I'm pretty excited, I would say. It's going to be a little bit more stressful my sophomore year though. I'll definitely say that because I'm going to have a sophomore barrier for the music program where if any musicians are listening, I have to play three octave scales, both major and minor, for all the scales. And if I don't do those right, I get kicked out of the music program. So that's a lot to think about. And I'm just trying to prepare as much as I can in advance. My professor says it'll be fine. But until it actually is fine, I will not believe him. That's fair, because it is stressful. It does sound stressful. And I mean, I know a little bit of music. I know we talked about that earlier. And I would be stressed out too. So you're valid uh, in being upset about it and worried about it. But you're great at what you do. So there's, it's going to be great, and you're going to do great. Thank you. And I know you have an exciting time coming up next fall semester. You get to go to Disney World. Yeah, I'm doing the Fall Advantage Disney College program. So I'm flying out on the 17th of May. And I officially check in and do casting and things like that on the 18th of May. Um, I'm really excited about going to Disney and being able to work there and live there and observe all sorts of different types of people and really get to know everyone and come out of my bubble of being a little shy. So I'm really excited about it. It is definitely something being worth excited about. Just getting to live and work at any amusement park really feels like it has the potential to be an actual dream come true. Yeah, and especially because I know Stephanie knows, obviously, because she sees me every day. But for those who don't know, I have Disney tattoos. So obviously, Disney is very important to me. I love it with my whole heart. It's amazing. So I'm really excited to do this and really just spread my wings and fly. It'll be the furthest I've ever been from home. So I'm a little nervous, but I'm also very excited. I'm excited for you, honestly. Getting to have that opportunity is fantastic. Yeah, and the process of applying was a lot to go through. I know I talked a little bit about this with you, but I applied twice and I got in this time. Um, I originally applied for California last season and almost got in, but it's a really tough program to get into and a smaller program to get into, so I didn't make it. But I got an offer about a week after my phone interview this time, and it was a shocker and weird because I went a month without hearing anything after my phone interview um, and getting a no last time. So getting a quick yes felt amazing and really validated all the work I put into it and all the love that I pushed out of myself and showed to them to get into it. Yeah, that's definitely an awesome opportunity and that you got a second chance for it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful and I'm glad I stuck with it. And if anyone who is a listener has thought about applying to the Disney College program or has applied and didn't get in, don't ever give up because I know people who are amazing people who took seven times to get in. So I would say to never give up and to always push for your dreams because when the time is right, it'll happen. 
That's definitely a good thought. And I feel like we're at a good place to go ahead and wrap things up. So our next episodes will likely be more subject-based, but we felt it would be good that you guys would know who you're listening to and who is trying to put themselves out there on the internet. So to close things up, you can receive more updates from us on our Instagram, which is the Mattress Club Podcast and our Twitter, which is mattress underscore club. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Stephanie and I just kind of are crap shooting this one. So we're just going to see how it goes and what we can improve on. And hopefully it's not a boring episode for everyone, but we're going to really get things rolling soon. So listen in and our upload schedule is every Friday. So I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, and if you have any constructive feedback from us, any suggestions, anything that you guys would like to hear from us in particular, anything you think that we could add in with people that we might know around us, please feel free to contact us over social media. We are more than happy to listen. Thank you guys so much for listening.